Hi, I'm Dr. Alicia Armitstead. I'm a chiropractor who specializes in nutrition, and I wanted to ask you, are you having trouble sleeping, fatigue, or mood swings? Trouble with your bowel movements or bloating? When you go to your MD, these types of complaints are considered manageable, and if treated, they are treated usually using over-the-counter medication in order to get symptom relief without addressing the real issue. In my office, very frequently, these symptoms are indicators of something most doctors are not looking for, adding to the number of undiagnosed, misdiagnosed, and wrongly medicated cases of parasites. So I wanted to spend time today to talk about parasites in order to help people understand what symptoms they may cause and what can be done about it naturally. Dr. Oz says that 90% of Americans will have a parasite problem at some point in their lifetime, and I tend to agree. One of the most underdiagnosed conditions in America is parasites. The various statistics I have seen show anywhere from 30% to 90% of Americans have parasites. Parasites can cause seemingly random symptoms in various organs with various degrees of severity. It's one reason why it's hard for doctors to pick up on and order a parasite test. Some symptoms of parasites are sources of great agony, and some barely go noticeable. The most common symptoms are clenching or grinding of the teeth or jaw, bowel movement discomfort, and anal itching. Anal itching is almost a guarantee that you have parasites. Because it affects so many of us in detail, I wanted to do this podcast to share with you all my information on parasites so you can determine if a parasite cleanse is what's best for you. Parasites can be big, like tapeworms 15 feet long. They can be single-celled, only visible with a microscope. They can live anywhere in the body, including your sinuses, in your ears, in the heart, and of course in the intestines. But don't worry, because it has been my experience that all parasites are treatable and once gone, give patients a lot of symptomatic relief. One of my colleagues grew up in a family of butchers. At the butcher shop, he would see which cows were sick just by cutting open the jaw muscle. Upon slicing it, the sick cow's parasite eggs would be seen. This is a common reason why people grind their teeth at night, because parasites inhabit the jaw muscles. Jaw grinding happens primarily at night when parasites are more active. The other common reason why people grind their teeth at night is due to stress. One way to tell the difference is if it's stress or if it's parasites is to do meditation, visualization, or deep breathing before bed and see if you grind your teeth less after doing some stress management. Not all parasites lay eggs, but some do. The eggs hatch around the same time of the full moon, give or take four days. When they hatch, it makes people act crazy. The biochemically, the body is going through a lot of stress. This is why police, teachers, and emergency room doctors dread the full moon. They know that they'll be busier. In our office, we have seen parasites cause psoriasis, heart problems, constipation, diarrhea, muscle weakness, floaters in the eye, junk food cravings, excessive appetite, allergies, joint pain, chronic fatigue, depression. Many people who 
complete a parasite cleanse report not only having symptomatic relief, but also that they are happier and enjoy the company of others more, which is interesting to me because patients don't usually often report such mood changes with other cleanses. To get rid of parasites, Mother Nature provided us with certain plants. In Japan, people use wasabi. That's why they put it with sushi. And in Mexico, it's hot peppers. In India, people use curry and turmeric to stay free of parasites. Many cultures throughout the world do a parasite cleanse every six months to a year. The World Health Organization recognizes wormwood as an effective herb to kill parasites. When worms die, they can cause intestinal cramping, pain, diarrhea, or constipation. This is called a die-off reaction. When we kill the worms too intensely, and the body has a negative reaction. So when my patients experience this, we actually slow down the killing of the parasites by taking less supplements until the body has a chance to recuperate. I don't believe in having to suffer through a parasite cleanse. In the toilet, worms can look like lots of different things. The most common is it looks like angel hair pasta with frayed ends. They could be a few millimeters long to six inches long. One of my clinical friends has a patient who excreted a two-foot roundworm, but most of my patients don't actually see anything at all in the toilet because as the body kills it, it also breaks it down into the feces so you can't tell. To kill egg-laying parasites, it is necessary to take the herbs for 10 days, then stop them for two days. This is because for 10 days you are killing the mother parasite. It can release a chemical that prevents the eggs from hatching. When the mother is dead, then the eggs start to hatch. Let them hatch for two days and then start killing them again with the herbs. If you don't, the baby parasites will fight each other to see who's the next dominant worm. Cycle through the program like this for two to three months. I've had many clients do a parasite program that they pick up from the health food store. I've actually never seen one of these work, primarily because they don't know how to cycle with the herbs. The herbs may also be ineffective just because it's not what your body needs. Certain herbs are actually more effective for certain parasites, and we need to discern which herbs are appropriate by using muscle testing. Parasites that do not lay eggs do not require this cycling of herbs. Parasites are largely ignored by the medical profession. I've heard a lot of MDs dismiss the topic saying, we don't have parasites in this country. I was just reading the other day that the University of Michigan Parasitology Department identifies 100 parasites a day. I personally am amazed at the number of people who have health problems from parasites in my office. I think by default, one of the things I specialize in treating is people with parasites because no other doctor is actually looking for them. Another sneaky thing about parasites is that out of more than a thousand different kinds of parasites that can affect us, we can only detect 50 of them through regular medical testing. The other 950 can be found only through alternative methods of testing like muscle testing. When being treated for parasites, I often have to also treat other family members because we often share parasites with each other and our pets. Often a pet actually is the reason why you would have parasites in the first place. Other ways that we get parasites are unwashed fruits and vegetables that have parasites on them, raw meat or fish, contaminated water, think about Mexico.
and insect bites. Insects carry parasites. These are the most common ways. Just one example, in 2014, there were 304 confirmed cases of illness caused by cyclospora. It's a certain parasite. Of these cases, 133 were linked back to eating contaminated fresh cilantro imported from Mexico. Your best defense to not getting a parasite is a strong immune system. That way, if you eat an apple with a parasite in it, or maybe some raw fish in sushi, you would ingest it and the acid in your stomach would start killing it, sending signals to the immune system that there is an invader and the immune system would do the rest. In a healthy body, parasite in, parasite out. Parasites thrive in individuals with compromised immune systems. Young children and the elderly are also at greater risk due to the fragile immune systems that they have not built up sufficient immunity or have lost immune strength, respectively. But even those considered healthy with relatively good immune function are becoming susceptible to parasite infections due, in large part, from daily exposure to pollutants and toxins that overstimulate and exhaust the immune system, resulting in diminished ability to fend off pathogens, not just parasites, but all other sorts of bacteria and viruses naturally. We don't want the body toxic, otherwise it gets weak. Pollutants include toxins used in manufacturing products, including food. One common example is when we read the ingredient list and it says natural flavoring. It's not natural. And the word can be used for hundreds of different chemicals in our food that our body finds toxic. Another example is aluminum found in our kitchen, in aluminum foil, the cans that we eat and drink from, baking sheets. Toxins such as these and many more we come in contact with on a daily basis weakens the immune system and weakens our gut and our gut should be protecting us. For this reason, making lifestyle changes to use less toxins, plus going on a detox program to get rid of heavy metals and heavy chemicals stuck in the body, is part of a good parasite cleanse. Any healthy body, toxin in, then toxin out. The body should be able to detox on its own, but if your body can't keep up with the daily demand of the heavy chemicals and heavy metals you come in contact with, it creates an environment where parasites can thrive. Overgrowth of candida yeast can strain the immune system over long periods of time, allowing parasites to come into the body and grow. There's often a correlation I see between heavy metal toxicity, candida overgrowth, and parasitic infections with unhealthy biofilms in the gut. So cleansing heavy metals and candida to improve the health of the intestinal biofilms and to empower the immune function is often how I help patients when cleansing parasites. To get your immune system nice and strong, just stick with the basics. Get plenty of sleep, drink at least 64 ounces of water a day, and watch your stress levels besides eating healthy. Things to add to your diet that are anti-parasitic are pumpkin seeds and garlic. I suggest to eat at least two tablespoons of pumpkin seeds a day. You can snack on it, put it in a smoothie, eat pumpkin seed butter. Also, add garlic. The more garlic you have in your diet, the better. But And it can also be taken in supplement form. I love garlic because it kills everything, not just parasites. It's also antiviral, antifungal, antibacterial. It also reduces the risk of tick bites and tick-borne disease. 
garlic causes the body to excrete a scent that the ticks hate. As a supplement, I suggest kaolic garlic. K-Y-O-L-I-C. Kaolic garlic because it's aged and loses its odor and its harshness that sometimes you find with other garlic supplements. Always take garlic supplements or eat raw garlic on a full stomach. If you can handle it, just have a raw garlic clove. Chew one a day. Cooked garlic loses its medicinal value. As little as 60 seconds microwaving or 45 minutes in the oven, it can deactivate the garlic. Well, and you shouldn't be using the microwave anyways. Radiation toxicity is a whole nother topic. If you're going to cook with the garlic, at least to get some benefit out of it, crush it and allow it to stand for 10 minutes before cooking. This helps prevent the loss of its properties. And the more garlic you use, the better. When doing a parasite cleanse, I suggest drinking 32 ounces of warm water in the morning with half of a lemon. This helps flush out toxins released from the liver from the night before and alkalinize the body, which is important to do because parasites can only thrive in an acidic environment. To make it even more medicinal, add one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar in the 32 ounces of warm water. Herbs do not have the toxic synthetic chemicals found in prescription medications, and they are less likely to have the unwanted side effects of prescriptions. Further, herbs support the theory of strengthening the immune system and keeping intestinal flora in balance so that parasites are less likely to thrive. Compared to the prescription drug approach, it's easy to see that parasite cleanses with herbs and potent essential oils can be far more beneficial. For parasitic infections, among the most common herbs that people test for in my office are black walnut tall, golden seal, wormwood, and clove. While each herb has its own antimicrobial properties, they are often used together for greater effectiveness. Essential oils can also be used. Using muscle testing, we can figure out exactly what the body needs, and so you have your own particular parasite cleanse built for you. Patients must be practiced when using herbal remedies. You will most likely need to take them for a few months. Even if you do start to feel better, I want you to continue them to kill all parasites. You must continue to take the herbs over the entire life cycle of parasites. The adults are likely to be killed first, but not the eggs. Being persistent about continuing the treatment ensures that the maturing parasites will eventually die off as well. Once your parasitic infection has been cleared, certain lifestyle changes are encouraged to prevent reinfestation. Now the focus shifts to strengthening the immune system through a combination of protocols. One, eat a healthy balanced diet. Two, store and prepare food properly. Three, keep stress to a minimum. Four, get your water tested for both microorganisms and toxins. Parasites like weakened immune systems, remember? And toxins can weaken the immune system. It's a complex and detrimental human health problem when many of our physicians would never even think for looking for parasite infestations. This leaves patients underdiagnosed, misdiagnosed, while parasites continue to cause issues and damage to the body, also stealing essential nutrients from the body. 
This scenario leaves physicians prescribing strong drugs that the body actually doesn't need, putting stress on the liver in order to handle the toxic chemicals. In a nutshell, take preventative measures, be your own health detective, and get tested for parasites. And if you have parasites, weigh the pros and cons of each treatment before actually taking action, and be diligent yet patient with your treatment. You won't be cured overnight. Strengthen your immune system and keep up with preventative measures to limit re-exposure.